0: It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Uh, that goober of a man, Clinton Yates, will join us coming up at 4 30 today uh, to continue to discuss the Wizards' move to Virginia. Also, a very interesting article at Anscape today, uh, the site that Clinton works for, uh, of course, a sub, sub site of ESPN.com, on uh, specifically how black DC residents are reacting to the move. And Specifically, black D.C. residents that actually go to Capital One Arena. We talked so much about this in theory, but what about folks that actually go to the games? Well, uh, one of Anscape's reporters went to Capital One Arena and reported on such things. Imagine that. Reporting. Uh, so we will talk to him coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, but, I, I uh, Anthony, as I walked over to the studio out of my prep uh, area, Essig comes out of where you're sitting right now, and he goes, Good luck. We riled him up a little bit today. Is he talking about the rooster, or is he talking about Linnell? I think he's talking about the fan base. Oh, the fan base. So people listening that have carried themselves over uh, Mm. across the magical threshold of 4 o'clock from their show into our show. Yep. Apparently a little spicy. Because they asked the question, and it's so funny, right? Linnell and I yesterday had a very civil conversation we already knew it was going to be civil civil insightful mm. um I thought it was I thought it was really good <laughs> it generated a lot of uh interesting YouTube comments never read the comments coming at 5 30. um you know I we never yelled at each other we made our points then they come in today and ask if Ron Rivera is incompetent uh all right we're just going there huh it's actually an interesting question, kind of, whether he is or not, like, what does it mean at this point, whether he's competent or not, he would get, he's still getting fired in a couple of weeks, which at this point we say flippantly, cause it's a foregone conclusion, but like, you know, some is a, ma- a grown man and probably, by the way, is, this is the end for him uh, as it certainly is an NFL head coach. I don't know. Can he here's here's a fun one. Can Ron Rivera do enough as a defensive coordinator the next three weeks to get another coordinator job? He would be an interesting DC potentially. Like if you're a if you're a young first-time head coach, would you potentially hire Rivera as your DC and assistant head coach to have someone around who's done it? Or do you look at his career as a head coach and go, I'm actually not that interested in that? Nope. I mean, McVay did it with Wade Phillips, but Wade's reputation as a defensive coordinator, even if it didn't work out for him in his few tries as a head coach, his reputation as a defensive coordinator was exceptional. Ron hasn't been a defensive coordinator since 2000 When did he get to Carolina? 2011 is when Cam was drafted? 2010? Was the last time he was an offensive coordinator? You were like in middle school, if Uh, not younger. I was on my way to high school. Yeah. I was a ninth grader. Would have been a ninth grader that year. Yeah. So, needless to say, I don't know whether that's going to be in Ron's future. Feels like he'll be a consultant advisor type. But we'll see. Um, I think the funny thing is, is, like, the answer is obviously yes, is Ron Rivera incompetent, which I don't say to be mean. um, But, like, Essig Essig, uh, recited a definition let me let me pull up the definition real quick. Essek just like had it off the top of his head. I was like, for all the silly stuff that you that you do, you just got definitions in your head like that. Incompetent. Incompetent means not having or showing the necessary skills to do something successfully. A forgetful and utterly incompetent assistant would be your word uh, to use in a sentence. Anthony, revenge time. Spell incompetent. Too easy. I N C O M P E T E N T. Incompetent. Well done. Thank you. I was really hoping you wouldn't mess up because I don't have a bell. I don't have. Ding. Oh no, he's missed it. He's incompetent at spelling incompetent. He lacks the necessary skills to accomplish the job. I mean,. I think from an organizational standpoint, from a communication standpoint, from a human being management standpoint, like there's some stuff where Ron scores higher than in other areas. But I also think that like one of the interesting things about his tenure here, and I know Linnell was like screaming about this point, was he has leaned very heavily on his coordinators here. That is a, that is a choice he has made to delegate and let them do their thing. And I think it's too hands-off. Like, I, I disagree with the approach, but that approach can work. He just didn't execute it. Is that incompetent, or did he do a bad? Does he lack the skill, or did he just not use it? I don't know. I tend to think that when you've got three winning seasons and your entire coaching career, head coaching career, that, that spans 15 years nearly in the NFL, um, you probably lack the skills to, to do the thing very well. Especially when there was a point where you may have had the best offensive and defensive football player in the league on your team. Cam was that good for a... You know, 2015, they did make the Super Bowl. But Luke Keekley was the best defensive player in football, probably, at that time. It was him. I mean, Aaron Donald was starting to get going. There's a couple other guys, obviously, J.J. Watt, um, in the 2010s who were dominant. But, like, Luke was... Luke was a force. And... Not only do they only make you know one deep playoff run in 2015, the year they put it all together and went 15 and one before getting crushed by the Broncos in the Super Bowl, but they only had three winning seasons, and he's got zero here. So I don't know. It's it's just I actually don't think it's that interesting of a discussion. The more I talk about it, like. I realized that you know Chris was like, ah, oh, he's just bad. It's not full-on incompetence. Linnell is like ready to light everything on fire because that's Linnell's thing. But at the end of the day, it's just to me, it's sad, and it's reflective of a franchise that is is like flushing itself of all the incompetence, right? Piece by piece, as time goes, everyone who worked for Dan Snyder is going to be gone. Everyone who Got their job because that's the best Dan could do, or the or the person that Dan, who is one thousand percent incompetent as an NFL owner, or was um, the best person that he thought was there for the job. But that's how incompetence. Like when we talk about the stuff, and it's like that's not the owner's fault; it's this person's fault. It's like well, the reason that person has a job is because it starts with the owner. The reason you know good organizations start at the top. And why ownership is the thing that, that tends to carry over is because the judgment that ownership has determines who gets the highest and most powerful positions. And then depending on how well they do at that, that person hires the next layer who hires the next layer who hires the next layer. And so if you get an incompetent owner who hires an incompetent team president, who hires an incompetent GM, who hires an incompetent head coach, who hires an incompetent staff, clearly there will be different levels of incompetence. And somewhere in there, they might hire a competent person and one thing might go right or half those might be good hires and the other half stink. But eventually, the good ones will leave and you replace them probably with someone who's incompetent. And that's all this is like incompetent, bad, whatever. Dan hired Bruce. That was whatever that was. Dan then hired Ron. Ron hired a GM in Martin Mayhew who had very little success as a, as an actual lead GM, by the way, Ron was given power that he never had in Carolina, that he absolutely was not up for in the personnel stuff. Um, And, then they hired bad staff after bad staff. Whether it was Scott Turner and the people that he hired. You know, th- there are some hits. Yeah, Drew Terrell was a good wide receivers coach. Um, you know, Matt Scow was a fine offensive line coach. Not elite, but fine. Um, you know, then obviously Jack on the defensive side was hit or miss over the course of his years until there was no midseason turnaround this year. But the staff underneath them was terrible. And so by NFL standards, in fairness to those guys. I'm not saying that I could outcoach them, and they'd probably be good at your local high school. But this is the league. These are the best of the best. And so, incompetence, bad, whatever. I guess the good news is it'll all be over soon. It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Uh, Apparently, everyone's fired up, though, so let's do this. Let's take some calls on this next. 301-230-0980. Your commander's thoughts, like, Commander's free-flowing mailbag, if you will, but, you know, call version, voice voicemail for the next uh, 15 minutes or so. And then Clinton Yates will join us coming up at 4.30. We're uh, streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980, of course, on your radio, 980 AM, 106.7 HD2 on your HD radio, and streaming live always on the free Odyssey app.